Hi everyone and a huge welcome to the Dedicate Podcast, the wellbeing podcast to help you to get the most out of your life. We discuss health, fitness, relationships, self-love and body image, mental health, motherhood and more. Dedicate is the online health and fitness community for busy women. Join us with your two-week free trial at kateivyfitness.com. I'm Kate Ivy, your host, and today I'm chatting to Dedicate's head trainer, Anna McDermott. Anna lives in Blenheim, New Zealand with her husband Scotty and their two young children, Cooper and Isla. Anna is an absolute inspiration to thousands of women on Dedicate with her passionate but balanced and practical approach to health and fitness. But it hasn't been a straightforward journey. Anna suffered from severe anorexia at high school, another six months, and she would have been on the brink of death. So great to have you here, Anna, for our first ever podcast. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. Admittedly, I haven't been nervous or worried about this all week. And as soon as I sat down in the chair and put my mic on, my heart started beating double pace. I don't know why. Oh, we're the same. And we just have to remember, we're just chatting. A couple of friends having a yarn. Absolutely. So a month or two ago, you shared on your Instagram about challenges you had in high school, that you had anorexia. Yep. So yeah, thanks so much for um, coming on and sharing it with us. How bad was it? Um, I feel, to be honest, I do feel I was one of the lucky ones. So for me, it was probably a solid 12 months. And um, if you see me now or you know me on um, from Instagram or social media, I was about 16 to 17 kilos lighter than I am now. So I'm not a big person. Um, and to be that much smaller, I think is absolutely crazy. And yeah. when I was at my smallest, I, I thought I had about 10 kilos to go. So um, that was crazy. But I, so, but I was lucky and I, I was only in the really bad part of it for a solid 12 months. But in all honesty, it is the after effects from it. Um, the, you know, the mental side of it upstairs that stuck with me for 15 years after that. I'll um, ask you questions on that soon. So in terms of when you were actually in it, like, I mean, did you or your family think you were going to die? Like, was it that sort of bad? I was, no, I wouldn't say I was going to die at any stage, but if I'd kept going for possibly another six months, things yeah. wouldn't, definitely wouldn't have been good. Um, I was, I, that's why I do feel I was lucky I escaped it before things got so bad, but yeah, I was definitely on the path to killing myself with this disease. Wow. And so how do you think it started? I've, so I have actually thought about this over the last few days because it is something quite, you know, there's no certain point but I do remember at school at primary school and then through college um I was always just a little bit bigger um you know I just felt a little bit bigger than some kids I one of my good friends at primary school she was really small like really short and really petite and so we were kind of like the bigger kid and the little kid yeah or you know um fatty and skinny (laughs) in some Mm -hmm. ways and then again at college, you know, I was always probably just that little bit bigger than my friends. And then when it was the sixth form formal, so I was 15 years old mm-hmm. and um, the sixth form formal was coming up and I just didn't want to be that, I didn't want to be that bigger kid anymore. And I yeah. thought, okay, I'm, I want to change this. Yeah. So even in primary school, did you, did you feel like you felt different to everyone else? 
Yeah, I, I just, I always felt that little bit bigger. Um, I remember one little thing, I did a, a school dance and there was three of us. One girl was really small. One girl was just sort of your, your normal size. And then I was slightly bigger. And I remember a kid commenting and one, someone saying, um, oh no, you, you know, one of the girls was the skinny girl. One was the perfect girl and I was the fat girl. So oh, little things like that, man. that just really stick with you forever. Oh, it's um, massive. Yeah, it is massive. And back then it was so, yeah, so much worse because there wasn't so much balance and, you know. Um, no, and that yeah, generation, well, the, a lot of generations older than us too, like I remember um, mum being so mad because my grandfather um, said to my sister, oh gosh, you've got big. Yeah. And not that your size matters, but she wasn't big. You know, she was just... Yeah. You know, there was just so, so much commenting on people's body from such a young age. And, yeah. it, and especially men, sometimes not meaning it in a mean yep. way, but like I know my dad would be like, you know, he'd say things to me like, oh, Anna, you've got, um, you know, shoulders like a Russian wrestler. I joke about it now because everyone goes, oh, my God, your shoulders are amazing. Yeah. And um, little comments like that, my, um, you know, and my parents were amazing. And my mum never would have said anything about my size whatsoever. But occasionally the um, yeah father figures, you know, not meaning to, but they'll be totally. like, you can't eat that, you get fat. Yes, and that's <laughs> just, just like that. how the world was. And, I mean, we're still yeah. recovering from it now. And totally. you are one of the people that really felt the effects of it and it impacted your life severely. Talk me through, um, like, what a day when you were at your worst, what would a day look like for you? Oh, it was so consuming. Like it just consumes you. It takes up all of your energy. Um, you don't sleep very well because you are constantly hungry. Your friends, you know, my friends looked at me and you see in their eyes the hurt and the sadness in their eyes because at a lunchtime for me would be me sitting there with a thermos of chicken noodle soup um, with blue lips and I had like by then I'd grown a little bit of a down like on the side of my yeah, face facial hair, yeah I'd, yeah I'd be trying to sit on top of the heater you know my lips were blue like I said I'd be shivering and I'd just be sipping away at this soup while they're all chatting and eating their um eating their food and whatnot and they'd be like oh Anna you know do you want this or do you want that and no 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 and oh you know they sort of would always try to offer you things and, you know, should, should we go get this from the canteen or, oh, do you want half of my this? And yeah, they were doing their excuse. best. Yeah. To had help. Every but, excuse yeah. Just, um, not to. Um, the battle with my mom every morning of, um, mm. you know, he, she'd make my breakfast. She'd make me like a hot Milo or something that would be inviting. She'd even just make me one piece of toast because, you know, she'd be like, anything's better than nothing. Yeah. And yeah. just the battle of, oh, no, 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 I got up early and had something before and the lies and she knew, you know, and, yeah. oh, no, I, I had a, I'm going to grab a banana on the way or, oh, yeah, I'll take that as I walk out the door and, yeah. And, and when you heart. said no to foods and, you know, you were so controlled over things, did it feel good at the time? Yeah, that was a win. So I was in control. Yeah. When I was in control, I was good. That big C word is a massive thing, I believe. Yeah. Um, I was When I was in control, I felt good. Um, when I lost that control, that's when the punish, you just punish yourself. You are negative. You're horrible to yourself. Not nice. So would you um, not eat much all day and then occasionally have like a, oh my gosh, I can't do this anymore and have a have a whole lot of chocolate or eat a whole lot of stuff would that happen at all 
Yeah, that, that came in a bit later. Um, so at the start, you were just so restricting of what you would eat. Um, a lot of horrible things like Diet Coke to try and fill up your belly and silly yeah. things like that. Um, and even chewing food and spitting it out to get the get the get the well, taste of yeah. food. And did you and ever the, um, have bulimia? Did you ever eat something and then? No, I kind of like, let's be honest, you give it a go, thought oh, yeah. I've eaten too much of something and I'll try to get rid of it, but it didn't, it wasn't really my thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the sort of more binge eating style that came a bit later, it definitely happened with the anorexia as well. You get to a point where you're just so hungry and you are like an animal. You just eat, you just like kind of eat this food, but it's not actually that much. And then you stop and you, yeah, you, you and feel you get, horrible and punish yeah, yourself so, for it. So how would you punish yourself? mentally you know be telling yourself that oh you're you know you're fat and you're horrible why can't you just do this god just be normal like everybody else um and then exercising I didn't do a lot of excessive exercising but I would definitely you know go out on some big walks or big jogs I wasn't a super um I wasn't as into fitness as I am now yeah. but you know I'd play netball and that sort of thing so I'd turn up to practice early and do some extra running and and then just not eat for days afterwards like literally try and not eat anything for days wow. and so how long could you go without eating something I remember I think the longest was about three and a half days yeah wow. and that was literally like just water and I mean there was the odd tiny like for I don't even know if I would have got 200 calories in per day well and days. So when you're in that, that sort of state, can you function? Can you think? I don't, like, could you do your schoolwork? In all honesty, I don't think you function very well. You don't sleep very well. Um, and then, you know, you can't really focus on anything because your mind is just, you know, it's undernourished. It's, yeah. you, you're, you're trying to kill yourself in some ways. So it's not, it's not going very well at all. So no, I don't think you could concentrate or focus. And because it's just so consuming, you're also focusing on other things, the stupid things, counting the calories for the day, how you can get out of eating dinner tonight, how you could add a little bit more exercise into your week. Um, yeah. So, so any energy you do have is just totally used up on this yeah. all-consuming disease, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. So how did your parents cope? Yeah, my mum, oh, she's amazing and she would never say a bad thing about anyone and she's um, the person I, when I think about, like it breaks my heart now because imagine watching your daughter, you've got oh, two daughters, and imagine, watching yeah. your, all your sons, you know, it doesn't matter, yeah. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it breaks my heart. She she was amazing, she just stood by me. She stood yeah. by me and supported me, but every step of the way, she just, she um, she was always there, but she didn't push me away. So she, she was always there and she just kept trying. She just yeah, kept trying. Amazing. Um, and no doubt she's yeah. sort of got her own story associated with it where she um, would explain the people she spoke to and the things she tried and because yeah. I'm sure she just tried everything she possibly could to, to help you. She'd buy me anything I wanted, like food-wise, you know, she'd make... Yeah you know, yummy things, she'd make super healthy things so that it was something I would eat. I, of course, I yep. went through a stage where I sort of said I'm not eating meat because it was just another way to get out of food. Control. So yep. she'd make my own special, yeah, vegetarian things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so she tried really hard. Full credit to her. Amazing. And I can see you right now and I know you, you're an amazing person and you are a picture of health. So back then, how did you get out? So obviously you've said that it was a big process afterwards. So what about those first steps to getting out of it? What did that look like? 
Oh, it's such a bit of a blur. Um, it's actually, yeah, it is quite a blur back then, but the, the, how I sort of remember it is um, one of my best friends rung my mum yeah. and she said, it's worse. Like, mm-hmm. it's really bad. We need to step in now. Um, mm-hmm. we've, you know, we've tried everything and yeah, mum. So yeah, she rang my mum and you can imagine that was, um, that was crazy for me because these are my best mates at school who have your back. They keep yeah. your secrets. Yeah. You know, you get into trouble together. Yeah. You do and they're still your friends together. now, aren't they? Oh, 100%. Yeah, like, yeah. As in really good friends, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Um, you know, afterwards I thanked them, you know, obviously for mm. this. At the time, I, I just, it broke me. But it was, it did make me realise I've got a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can imagine from their perspective, they don't want to wrong you. But it got to the point where they were like, well, we're just going to have to go behind your back and get you help. And so yeah, you, you felt like they'd wronged you at the time because you wanted control over this. You felt like that was... I didn't think I was that bad either. I see. You know, I, was like, I, knew, I knew things were getting a little out of hand, but I, in my mind, I was like, no, you know, gosh, there's so much worse out there. And I was striving yeah. to be the worst. You and you the worst thought you that to. you still had 10 kgs to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that so would be 48 kilos um, yeah. then. I was 48, and I would have, yeah, that I wanted I, 38. I thought under 40. You've got to get under 40. That's like child's weight. <laughs> Not that there's a certain yeah. weight for everyone, but yeah, oh, that's that's insane. Yeah, insane. Your friends phoned your mum, and they said it's bad. What happened from yeah. there that you know of? Then from there, um, we didn't. I didn't seek any professional help at this stage so we had a bit of a um you know kind of like just a a sit down a family sort of sit down and a bit of a talk about things and um you know it was really bad and there was a couple of weeks there where it just wasn't nice everyone was upset and and mum was so good we she sort of let the dust settle a bit and then you know just I, I, I guess I just came to my senses a little bit um realizing that not everyone it it felt like everyone was against me yeah so I was like well everyone's against me you know maybe there is something wrong with this I wonder if in some ways even though you felt that everyone was against you I wonder if seeing everyone in that room made you feel supported and made you realize that you you needed to sort yourself out because you you're an amazing life you had so much support loving friends and family and yeah and I was missing out on things like I missed out on so much, um, you know, through sporting and, you know, just missing out on social occasions, going to McDonald's. Um, I wouldn't do that. My God, I'd never put myself there <laughs> when I was in this situation. I think, yeah, it made me realise that, hey, I'm actually not living my life at all. And, there, yeah, there is a problem. And for my friends to go against me, you know, you're, ne- you're always against your mum as a teenager. Oh, yeah, what does yeah. mum know? doesn't <laughs> yeah. know anything. Oh. Yeah. But of course, when my friends, you know, didn't have my, they had my back and yeah. they were, um, yeah, I think that's when I was like, okay, this, I'm, I'm not, yeah, this yeah. isn't what I want to be. You know, your friends are supporting you. They know it's bad. You're to the point where um, your mum, you've got, you're having no professional help. Um, your mum's being incredible and she's got you having one meal a day. Yeah. And you're feeling still in control or how are you feeling about having one meal a day? Are you talking negatively to yourself or are you feeling really positive oh no I definitely wasn't feeling positive there was a lot of mixed emotions at the time it was a real struggle um 
and to sit there and actually just eat the food and swallow the food and um, yeah every step of the way was a mental battle getting it to your mouth and then finishing it um, finishing something was something I never liked to do I didn't like to finish anything that was there so to finish a whole piece of toast or um, you know a bowl of wheat bix or whatever it was um, finish a milkshake was really hard mm-hmm. and yeah that it, it was slow it was lots of small steps it was exactly yeah. like anyone trying to find a healthy balance yeah just, I, was, I yeah. was trying to find that really so just small slow steps. little steps in progress and celebrating yeah, and, those little wins along the way and I well I think the best thing was I started to feel better you know I, I had a bit more energy my netball got better yeah. um, you know, my school work began to go back to where yeah. it was I looked better. I wasn't yeah. 50 shades of grey. So could you um, tell that yourself? Yeah. And yeah. that shows As that time. you were recovering. Your mind was seeing what it was actually seeing rather than seeing what it wanted to see. And this, you know, let, let's be honest, this didn't just happen over like a month. There's no yeah. like set period of time, but it, it definitely took time. And I was so, so how long did it I, take? Oh, I would say probably a solid six months. And so after that slow. six months... Um, you've said, you know, it's taken years to years to recover. But after six months, if someone saw you, they'd think that there was nothing wrong. And if they watched you go about your daily life, they would just think, oh, yeah, just just a normal Kiwi teenager doing her thing. Yep. But Absolutely. what was going on in your head by that point? Cool, yeah. This is where it just is, um, yeah, it gets quite interesting, I believe. I. Mm-hmm. From this point on, I, um, like I, you still count, I counted calories. Like I knew everything I'd eaten in a day. I could tell Mm -hmm. you every single thing that had gone past my lips. So there was still a lot of control happening. I was able to to eat the food, but I was still very controlling about what I went. And I had this really horrible mentality of the good and the bad foods. And Mm -hmm. so there was very much labels, you know, good and bad and so sometimes, say we'd have, you know, by then we'd introduce things like fish and chips back into the normal family diet. Yeah. And if we had something like that for, for dinner, then I would, I would sort of binge because it was a bad food. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I've already had some of this. I'm going to go all the way. It was all yeah. or nothing. So then, you know, then I'd have some chocolate and I'd have all sorts of crap like after that. And it'd be like a whole evening of just eating, like binge eating and then feeling, obviously, then you don't feel very well for that. And then the punishment of Mm -hmm. doing that. So then having the next few days where I would still eat, but I would eat less. Okay. And the interesting thing about what you're saying here now is I can 100% relate to this. And I would say a lot of our listeners have been at that point. And that is the issue with society at the moment and diets and all that type of thing is, yeah, not eating enough, thinking, you know, you have to be perfect. And then having something that's so-called bad, going crazy on it and then living with the guilt and anxiety because you've done that. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, yeah. And that was a cycle that seriously went on for probably 10 years. Oh, yeah. Like I promise like, yeah, honestly, that just went on and it was that good and bad labeling mm-hmm. and that in control and then being out of control. And it's yeah. like, for Christ's sake, why don't you just have the control to stop? Yeah. Um, yeah. But then controlling but the problem, it in my own way. Yeah. But the problem isn't that you're binging, the problem is that you're not eating enough and that you're being too controlling the rest of the time. And that's yeah. 
that therein lies sort of the problem with it, why we spend so long not being able to solve it is because we think the problem is the bad food when that's totally. not actually the problem. I was aiming for perfection. It's yeah. never going to happen. Never. You know, it was, yeah. And yeah, I mean, and I wasn't enjoying life and food and seeing it for what it was and seeing yeah. those social occasions of us sitting on the floor with the fish and chips and the sauce bottle, you know. Yeah, that's and, what you do with your family and now. And yeah. yeah. And having ice cream afterwards and being like, oh, that was yum. Yeah. Because we never did it every day. That was something we do in the weekends, you know, yeah. our family. Um, we ate really well. And yeah, so, but I just couldn't see it at the time. So would you avoid social occasions or would you behave differently? You, you did, you, did. Yeah. you avoided social yeah, occasions. I, I yeah. avoided, yeah, um, avoided a lot of social occasions, wouldn't go to things um, or would turn up late and say I'd already eaten, do things yeah. like that, to, yeah, to get out of things. Um, yeah, it's, re it's really not living. I remember the one time, this was horrible, I do remember this vividly, we went to McDonald's with my friends and I said, oh, I've, I've just had lunch, so I'm all good. And um, we sat there and it was one of our male friends, actually, because everyone knew at this stage that things weren't going my way. And I'm so sorry, um, how old were you at this point? I was, this was 15. So still. Oh, in this was still. In, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And he gave, he was trying to make me eat one chip. Okay. And yeah. um, like a, a, a fry and I wouldn't eat it. it we yeah. spent like a 10 minute kind of argument over this. So this was, sorry, going back. I know I've gone backwards a bit there. Okay. In the yeah in that stage so, so when you yeah. were right in the thick of it you avoided social situations and wouldn't e even eat a mcdonald's chip what about in those 10 years following how would you approach social situations friends going to mcdonald's nights out no i would still i was still definitely getting back into the social side of things there so i was um 100 getting back into the social and i didn't avoid anything yeah um, but you might just feel guilty but, the next day it was that yo-yo, that punishment yeah. for oh, going out and having the McDonald's or, yeah, and then trying to be, you know, so, so healthy later on, like doing that by restricting calories or if I, you know, was feeling a bit yucky, I'd be like, oh, I'll just, you know, I'll restrict my calories and try and lose a bit of weight or, so it was yeah. just that yo-yo, constant yo-yo. Yeah. yeah, I can totally relate to that. What long-term effects has that year or so of basically yeah starving yourself and what impacts has it had on your body I had troubles uh conceiving both children yeah so I've had fertility issues um yeah. can't 100% say that it was from that yeah but it's definitely been a big factor um and then the years afterwards of the yo-yo you know mm -hmm. sort of effects I also pigmentation problems with my skin I got it through my um forehead and on my legs due to the imbalance in my hormones okay so, so was that sort of straight away straight after yeah. at the time yeah and have yeah. you still got that now that continued on until my hormones um balanced out yeah, yeah. quite a while ago but yeah that went on for about 10 years stress fractures um uh, yeah yeah bone density dropping so I had a um, had a few stress fractures as I got into more exercise because yeah. my bones were weak from this. Now you are the head trainer at Dedicate and you are inspiring thousands of women. How did you get to the next step of leading this healthy, balanced lifestyle? Uh, fitness has always been part of my life. I've always been into sport and I've always been, um, I've always enjoyed it. And there was a huge mentality shift for me um, as I as I got older and enjoyed it even more. Yeah. Um, 
And for me, it was where it became more focused on my performance than my appearance. Yeah. So that's like a big thing that has stuck with me for a long time. Um, and I really started working on that performance and having that balanced lifestyle. I wanted to be fit and healthy. I wanted to be strong. Yeah. Like the mindset was not about how I looked anymore. I didn't want to be skinny. I didn't want to look a certain way. I really wanted to be strong and I wanted to be fast. I wanted to yeah. be, you know, I wanted to be able to um, have the endurance and I wanted to be a good netball player and I wanted to yeah. be good at running. And yeah, so that's where it all shifted for me, I believe. And do you feel that you have definitely 100% recovered? So, you know, could you potentially see yourself going down the line of over-exercising or feeling like you're doing too much? Are you completely recovered? Or is it something that you don't ever completely recover from, that you're always just double-checking yourself where you're at, where your mind's at? No, I've 100% recovered, 110%. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, I can definitely say that um, wholeheartedly. If probably you know five or so years ago I would have thought no it still sticks with you a little mm -hmm. bit um because I I wasn't still then I still wasn't quite as balanced as I am now with my mm -hmm. lifestyle so um but yeah 110% recovered now and so happy I wonder if age and being a mother and all that type of thing has something to do with that as well and just living and learning and yeah and the shift in society these days I feel like society's shifted there's a lot more things that are acceptable now. There's not so many labels on things, you know, yeah. fat or skinny. There's not all these mm -hmm. bad diets around. There's not, you know, you need to do this and that. So, yeah, yeah I think a lot of it's things. out there, but there's so much kickback from it now, isn't it? There's so much positive out there now. There's just so yeah. many, you know, like you're like, you know, KW Fitness and Dedicate, just lots yeah. of the positive vibes and the real vibes as well yeah. that, hey, we're not perfect <laughs> by yeah. any means. Exactly. Yeah. For anyone listening who has got someone they know or maybe children who are going through what you went through, what would be your advice for them? Just to um, keep supporting them, keep being there for them 100% every step of the way, keep doing your best for them and you know, you don't push so much that they're going to you're going to push them away but always always be there for them and, and if it's not you that they can talk to whether it's someone else and just just honestly be there for them as much as you can and friends family everybody um, get together back them up don't attack but just definitely try and be their support so you're saying don't push too much I think as a parent that's something quite hard to get right because you worry as a friend, you worry that you're not trying hard enough. And then the other flip side is you're worried that if you do push, that you're going to get the kickback. So how do you yeah. find the balance? I guess it's trial and error or? Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I don't know the perfect answer there, but I think I think if you, you, you always are trying to be supportive, um, I mean, as a parent, you've got to push. So my yeah. mum pushed, don't get me wrong. Yeah. We had our fair amount of arguments and I thought she was an effing biatch yeah. from time to time. <laughs> I did not like her We all do that when we're teenagers too, but you yep. would have been extra, extra. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I was extra annoying. Um, <laughs> the fact that no matter what, no matter what the argument we'd had that morning, she was still there every day to, hi Anna, how was your day at school? And You felt the reading. love. Yeah, yeah, just always the love. So no, she pushed me. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, there was always love, always love behind awesome. it. 
So what about for women out there who are still in that yo-yo diet mentality? Oh, wow. Um, it, it's not living. It's really not living. If you could please just try and find the balance in the fun in life and really live, you know, live your best life because we do only get one shot at this. Get, get, some, get some help, get some support, talk to people you trust. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I think you, you just have to talk it out with someone, work through it, you know, really just think about it and yeah, it's not living. So please just do your best to find your, find your happy place. The balance is hard though, isn't it? And I guess it's important to really think about what balance means. So balance is equalizing and realizing that you are going to tip potentially both ways yeah. but you just have to keep coming back to yeah. where your center is and finding totally. where that is. And one, one bad day is not going to ruin an entire week so I mean yeah. another big thing that I sort of go by is um, it's what we do majority of the time that matters so yeah. even a weekend away or a two-week holiday away it is not the be all and end all yeah. It's not, it's not even going to change you that much. Seriously, even if you eat fries for dinner half the time and you're having beers every day, it's seriously not going to matter as long as majority of the time what you do is, is that balanced approach, then yeah, I do believe that, that you, can, you can get through this and you can live your best life, really. We really should have, when we had our night out last year, Anna, we really should have had a camera and showing everyone <laughs> what living looks like. <laughs> we were living our best life that we night. We were. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, it was so good. But we did do some yoga in that the next day. So there was some balance well, in there, Kate. I don't think yeah. I did yoga. I think I oh, went out the next did. night. You had a good balance. You went crazy the Friday. And then <laughs> I think we were trying to shop, but we were struggling. And then we went out oh, for yeah. dinner the Saturday night. And then... I kept going that night. I backed it up, backed but the ne it up. and the next day you managed to do some exercise and a massage and a few things like that. So it's amazing. Yeah, see that's it. Now we can go out and enjoy the beers and have <laughs> yeah. a good time, have a lot of laughs. But yeah, yeah. and it, it doesn't matter. And eat the souvlakis at three a.m. <laughs> yes, yes, but not all the time. Not all the time. No, definitely <laughs> not. You got to nourish your body. Don't punish it. Enjoy yeah. yourself. Anna, this has just been so amazing. Um, I love you a lot and I feel like I love you even more now. So amazing to hear your story and yeah, thank you so much for sharing it with us. I know that wouldn't have been easy. Um, thank you. I've never shared it before. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. Does it, do you feel like a bit of a weight's lifted that it feels good to have shared it or just? Yeah, it does. It's, I've, I've always wanted to, I don't know, wanted to share in some way to help, only to help yeah. and to show people that you can get there. So, yeah. um, yeah, I've always wanted to, to, yeah, to do it, to help others and whatnot. Yeah. So I do, um, yeah, I am, I am glad and I feel, I feel great knowing that this is out there and hopefully it might help someone. Yeah. I, mean, I am sure it will help. And it's perhaps just the beginning of, you helping others in this, you know, going through what you went through. Yeah, thank you. And I just want to say, um, yeah, in all honesty, there is a, what you do at Dedicate and the way that you approach it and the way you've built your business is amazing. And you've, you've helped me a lot 
over the last couple of years becoming as I'm a mum now and so life changes I used to have all this time to um, exercise before and do pretty much whatever I wanted live in the dream and then you have children and it does change a little bit and you've really helped me with that approach as well of you know that 20 to 30 minutes a day and you can fit it in four times a week so what you're doing is amazing and I feel really lucky to have you on this journey with me on this journey with all of our community thank you so much Thank you very much, guys, for listening to my story. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to the Dedicate podcast. To catch all the latest from me, Kate, you can follow me on Instagram at Kate Ivy Fitness. Join our awesome fitness community of thousands of women throughout New Zealand, Australia, and the world with your Dedicate two-week free trial at kateivyfitness.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please support us by subscribing, sharing it with others, and leaving a rating and review. That's so appreciated. Thank you. Thanks again. I'll catch you next time. Haere rā.